shit. Wish I could be a part of that world, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where we at with it. Whoa. Whoa, now what's happening, everybody? Happy Sunday to y'all, man. Um, Like last episode, it is hot. But today it is quite indeed Queen Elizabeth's uh, hell hot. And boy, it's beautiful outside, but it's, yeah, it's fucking hot. Um, Welcome. Welcome, my niggas, my nigglets, to another one. To another banger, Joseph with CC Podcast. I am your host, CC. Whew, yeah. I'm a little late. I'm a little late. I was supposed to do this earlier this morning, but you know, Sundays be be Sundaying, you know, and uh, the Saints are playing. Hopefully, they win. You know, I, I from from video footage earlier today on on on. The good old Instagram niggas is outside, even in this heat. And my stupid ass is out here in dark denim jeans in a dark blue shirt. But it's all right because I'm inside. I'm inside enjoying this cool uh, climate controlled AC, bitch, while I watch the cars uh zoom by on the interstate so uh how are you all doing uh it's 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 been it's been another week it's been another week probably not as spicy as last week but (laughs) it's been a week it's been a week um i wanna man i didn't i didn't tap into i didn't tap into this on the last episode but Man, Queen Elizabeth's death, not even just the death, but black Twitter, black Twitter. Boy, I told, I tell you, man, they need an Emmy. Black Twitter needs an Emmy. I mean, they came to deliver the chuckles, the jokes, the laughs, the, you know, the slapping on your knee effect, the, you know, hold on, bitch, I got to pee, like, they gave, they, they understood, as the young girls would say, they understood the assignment. They had me rolling. Uh, like I said, I didn't, I didn't talk about it last week on last episode. Cause uh, you know, I had to get the shit, you know, with the imposter syndrome, which I honestly do think that, that will be a two-parter. Um, and I may bring somebody in to talk about, um, that topic, that subject with me. And I mean, I, I had, I felt like I had a lot more to say, uh, but that was my first full time talking about imposter syndrome as a whole. Um, but yeah, black Twitter, man, give it up to fucking black Twitter. They, they never disappoint though. They never disappoint. Um, you know, especially when award shows, you know, uh, even like certain highlights of, of sports games, bitch. I've been a member of, of the Twitter world. I've been, I've been on the Twitter block for a minute since Oh nine. So I've been around and, and, and my timeline is, is intentional. Like I still follow some folks here and there through, you know, but 
I have my core people that I thought that I've been following for years. Some of them are local locally. And then some of them are, you know, just people who are outside of uh, Louisiana, just on solely off of like sneaker shit throughout the years, you know, and things of that nature. And, you know, we, we all, we, we, we've all grown up together. We've all grown up. Um, so yeah, I, man, whew, thank you, black Twitter. Um, I, I, I want to read the, the fucking memes. I just started though. I just started following the black Twitter thread, the actual black Twitter thread on Instagram. I would see it, you know, people will repost their stuff, but something told me on that particular day to start actually following this page because even though I see it on Twitter, it's, it's, it hits different when it's an actual meme, when, when pictures are included with the caption. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's up there, man. It's, it's up there. Just, you know, making Markel going to the queen's funeral and the picture of fucking big Fendi bitch. Uh, <laughs> The fucking the meme with uh, Princess Diana getting ready to to greet the queen in the afterlife. Uh, they got the fucking picture of the chick in the pink hoodie throwing something. Somebody's like holding her back. I tell you, it was it's just, it's just ne- never never ending laughs. Um, and I, I'm a I, I decided to to do like my hot takes early before I dive into the topic. Haley Bailey as Ariel in the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, excuse me. Let me tell y'all something. I'm 35, and for all of my middle age, even like you know the the brand new 40 chicks and and guys too, we 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 are living vicariously through our kids, through our little cousins, you know, through you know. I, I have I have a little cousin. She's not even fucking little. She she's almost a fucking preteen. My my little my little cousin, her name is Bailey. Shout out to Bells, man. Big Bells, not the little one. Uh Bailey is she's about nine. Eight, nine. I don't even think she's ten yet. But I'm sure if Gabby hears this, she'll she will correct me. But she, she she's a big girl. The effects of the little girl now. And the reaction. They wasn't here when the first mer- mermaid dropped. You know, so they don't, you know, they they probably I'm sure they probably seen the the movie so far, thus far, but for them to okay, there's a little mermaid and it look and she looks like me, that's a really big deal. Because when the little mermaid that we know came out, that bitch ain't look like us. <laughs> You know, that bitch ain't look like us. Far from us. You know what I'm saying? And, and we still enjoyed the movie because Disney is whimsical and, you know, it's got music. You know, the bitch living under the sea. Like, what? And half of us bitches don't even know how to fucking swim. So the fact that this bitch is living underneath, you know, the underworld, swimming, singing, talking. All while in the water, that was a big deal. At least for me, bitch. I don't know about y'all, but I cannot wait to see it. Uh, Haley, I, I think it's going to be one of those things where a, a, 
like I said, a lot of us middle age, even the fresh 40 year olds, we're going to see the movie for ourselves. Yes, we're going to, you know, go with our kids and our nieces and our little girl cousins and things. But it's going to be it's going to be a thing where a lot of us are going to double back. And watch it on our own by ourselves because we don't, you know, I know for me, I'm, I'm a cry, I'm a crier, but I'm not like a crier crier. So it's going to be one of those things where I can see myself getting emotional with my cousin next to me, but I'm not going to show it. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucks with it. Yeah, it's dope. But if I see it on my own by myself, bitch, you talk about waterfall. Yeah. Waterfall. So I can't wait to see it. And big ups to Haley Bailey, man. I, I fucks with Haley. She is a superstar. I, I'm not trying to compare her and Chloe, but Haley, Haley's that bitch. Haley's that bitch. And she and you know she's just taking another route. She she's she's taking another route. Like Haley's that bitch. Okay, okay. Um. I I started following this this woman. I may, maybe like it's been a month now, maybe a little over a month. She's from Memphis. Um, Samica Cash, Samica Cash, man, I'm a fan. I'm I'm not even gonna lie, I'm a fan. She she gets me going, you know. Yes, she she's a she's a black woman, uh, bodybuilder. I don't, I don't want to get that wrong, but I, it, just from the videos that she show working out and the physique and bitch, she got muscles like, you, you make her mad. It's your life. Even if she plucked you, you're a goner. You're a goner. Get your obituary ready because bitch, one slap, lights out. But uh, she, she's been... You know, her, the, the persona, the image of, of Samika Cash has blown up tremendously over the past couple of weeks just from her uh, reels and TikToks and things, you know, of her working out and showing the fucking, she got a, a, a eight pack in the front and a six pack in the back, bitch. Oh, bitch. Like, and, and just the, the crazy shit she be spewing out, you know, the fucking, you know, putting the young girls on the wall, you know, <laughs> You know, cause she's, 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 she's a part of the community. She's a part of the community. So, uh, yeah. And, and the wigs and I'm, I'm a fucking fan. Like when I see her going across my IG story timeline and just even like the picture real time, actual IG timeline, like I'm tuning in bitch because she's going to get, I'm getting my popcorn ready. She's, she's going to give me what she's supposed to give me, which is fucking comedy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you're not following Samica Cash, I think you should. It's just, it, it's like I said, it's motivational purposes, but you know, if, if you're, if you're, if you want to work out this black woman, like she's showing you and she's, she's a trainer too. She's a personal trainer too. So she shows videos of, of folks coming into her gym, which is a beautiful gym. Uh, might I add, you know, coming in, showing progress videos, like it's, it's, it's really dope. So outside of the funny shit, like, yeah, she's for the community. She's a pillar in the community. So, which brings me, I got to lift the mic up and I might have to give me a sip of water, but 
which brings me to our uh, topic, the bubble, the bubble. Um, and no, I'm not talking about the NBA bubble. I'm talking about people living in their personal bubble and the effects of the, the, the effects, the good and bad of being in your personal bubble. Let me tell you something. I, we, we, we all can get in our bubble every now and then, you know, we don't want to be bothered. Uh, we want to get away from the world. You know, our social battery, um, is, is, it needs to be recharged. And that takes, if not hours, days, sometimes weeks, but I, I, this is my gripe and I may go on, I may go on a rant. I don't know. I'm gonna try to refrain from doing that, but we got niggas who, who be so much in their bubble. They're not aware of what the fuck is going on out here in these streets. They don't know nobody. They don't know nothing. You know, they just about them and, and their family, which is, and, and all of this is all right. Yeah. Being about your family, you know, working, getting your money. But the, for me, there's a fine line between staying out the way and staying in tune. Staying out the way and staying in tune. I get it. You may not have a babysitter. You you may, may be getting off late from work. So, you know, it's a, lot, it's a lot of shit that you don't go to. Perfectly fine. This is not me saying niggas need to come hit the club. Like, no. You know, in this city, they, there is a, there is a, a few things for everyone. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine on, on Instagram and I was telling her about, and I, and I think I've mentioned this on, on last week's episode, I mentioned ascendance and she didn't even know about ascendance. I, I, and I take a shock to that because ascendance is one of the biggest Zodi is one of the biggest dance parties that we have in the city and it's and it's been running for a couple years um and they and they have these zodiac themed parties and everything but even if you haven't gone just the fact of you knowing about it the fact of you being aware of it and especially if you're you know someone who quote unquote knows a lot of people you know you once were a socialite but you know times have changed you've got no you've got a family now you know so you out the way but still being aware of it so I was explaining to her explaining to her about about ascendance you know how dope it is and things like that and she was like um is it, is it a lot of young people <sighs> yes but it's a party catered to you know, uh, the LGBTQ community, even the, the cishet women and, and men, but you got to know how to behave in, the, in, in, the, in that type of space. For his age, yes, of course, there is a lot of, you know, young guns in there, you know, early 20s. Um, but there are also folks like me who are middle age, you got your early 40s, you even have mid 40s in there, you know, they don't they may not come every month, but they know about ascendance, you know, if it's their birthday month, they in there, you know, they're they're in there supporting a certain vendor or whatever. You know, so it just and I think that's one of the reasons why I mean, I, I, I had this topic written down already, because she's she's not the only one while talking to her, she was like oh my god I didn't know this was a thing girl I don't go out much I don't go out at all 
staying in your bubble, you know, and, and I understood it, but it's like, man, I guess because I'm, I'm already tapped in, you know, and I was, and I was talking to another good friend of mine, um, a couple of nights ago, he, he called me and we were rapping about something else. And, uh, and I was telling him about this topic, about the next topic. And, uh, he was like, man, I love it. You know, I fucks with, I think you should do it. Um, you know, cause we got a lot of people who are in their bubble, even if they are in quote unquote media or they have a, go so far as having a brand, they're still not out there. You know, he's like, you have, you're in a special spot. And I've talked about this a little bit last week about how me not even being at the, at the, the age plays a part in it, but me being tapped in me being a socialite, me being, me knowing a lot of people having a lot of, you know, homies, a social, whatever, you, whatever you want to call them. They ain't no BFFs, but you know, they the homies, you know, it's nothing but love dabs and pounds, hugs and kisses when I, when I, when I see them, but I'm so tapped in it. Even when I do not go out, I make it, I make it my due diligence to still know what's going on in the city weekly, even if I don't, because throughout the week, I'm always coming across someone, whether it's someone that I work with or, you know, someone's coming in town. Um, yo, see what's, what's, what's going on in the city, you know, Friday, Saturday, or if there's something throughout the weekday, you know, and I just, and I think that's just years of promoting you know, making a somewhat of a name for myself of doing that. I'm making my due diligence to, to, to find out, you know, and it's easy. I mean, shit, Instagram tells it all. You know, we have a young lady who runs this page, pleasure, shape, pleasure, savior. I tell a lot of people to follow this page because she's going to give you the rundown of what's going on in the city weekly, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes even Sunday, you know, it may not be everything before as, you know, uh, a certain demographic, you know, things of that nature. She's going to give you, you know, these are the spots to go to, to hit a good music, to, to hit a good DJs and stuff like that. A lot of places are open, but you know, she narrows it down. And I, and, and the biggest shout out to her. I have yet to meet this young lady. I know I've shared space with this fucking girl and I do not know what this girl looks like, which is perfect. If you, if you know, if you know her great, but if you don't and you follow the page, that's, that's even greater because she she has this mystique about her, you know, um, and she she does it like just for the love. You know, she she's another socialite that's out here, you know, going to the parties, networking with people, whatever, whatever she does, like for his business wise, job wise and stuff like that. She does that. It's a good networking tool. So, um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought. I need a fucking sip of water. Hold on. Because you niggas, you niggas really about to get me going. You stuck in the 90 ass niggas. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. My uh stuck in the 90s ass niggas. Now, the good and bad, and I and I'm gonna say the good, which I think I've already talked about the good a little bit. The good about being in your bubble is, you know, you're getting your you're getting your shit together, whatever that may look like. You're getting your finances together, you're saving. Or you're investing. Um, if, if you're in a relationship, you're making sure that's tight. You know, if you're married, you know, 
making babies, you know, buying house, you know, just, just all kind of like making sure that shit is straight. Um, making sure you're mental, doing the necessary things for you to continuously progress in your life. Sometimes you gotta X out the outside, you know, sometimes you gotta X out the outside, but it's, 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 for me is always to a certain degree. Like I'm my whole damn near my whole body is going to be in the bubble, but I'm going to keep my left foot, the, the, the ankle on down into the, into the matrix. So I can at least be aware of what the fuck is going on, whether it's good or bad, you know, being aware of the crime, being aware of, you know, certain type of politics, you know, with, with your, with your city and city officials and, you know, things like that. You know, even as little as going out to eat, what, what are, what are the, the more popular restaurants or what are the more better restaurants? Um, so like I said, even if damn near my whole body, at least like if, if a good, like 95% of my body is in my bubble, I'm going to keep that five like out in the matrix. You know, that's, that's just how I rock. That's just how I rock. So that's, that's the good side, you know, making sure all of that is you know, your eye, your eyes is dotted and, and, and your T's is crossed. But the bad side, the bad side is just, it's not, it's not it, fucking with your, your social skills because you're, you're a hermit. You're so used to being in your bubble. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You, you haven't seen people in, in years or in months. Um, you, you want to go out, but like, eh, you know. I can have, I can have the club here, you know, I can buy alcohol, you know, set up a bar here, get a big karaoke speaker, you know, and me and my girl and me and my guy could, you know, we could be Liddy inside, but that also plays into not having the, the social skills. So when it is time to go out, the people that you may follow, and we have this fucking bad, the people that you follow on social media, especially if they're locally. You know, they post a lot of shit that you fuck with. They make you laugh. This is down the third. You even like interact with them to, to some degree on, on, on social media. But when you see a motherfucker in person, it's like, uh, I want to say, Hey, but I don't want them thinking I wear, Hey nigga, if you see me out in these streets and you've been following me, I may not know what you look like because you're a motherfucker that be posting memes every fucking day. <laughs> you know, or post your shoes and I, I don't know what your face look like. But if you're in the city and you really fuck with me, like you say you do on Instagram, like speak to me in person. It ain't even got to be on no long conversation. Be like, hey, see, see is me. Okay, I, I mean, I find that kind of weird. But I mean, if my bio doesn't have my real name, then call me by my handle. Hey, see is me. I'm such and such, man. All right, cool. How you been? <laughs> and keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I do that. Well, I don't do that as much because, I mean, shit, half the motherfuckers that I follow, at least locally, I know them. You know, I, I do know them. Now, prime example, with the, the young lady that runs the Pleasure Savior page, if and when someone points out to me, oh, that's her, I'm going to introduce myself like, hey, um, Pleasure Savior, you know, I've been following your page for some time, you know, big ups. I, I fucks with it. And that's that. That's that. 
you know, so that's kind of like the, the, the bad side, the bad effect of being in your bubble, not, you know, it, it hinders your social skills. Um, you're not as, uh, you're not as aware of what, of what's going on, you know, in your surroundings. Um, even if you don't, if you're just a novice of, of going out here and there, perfectly fine, perfectly fine, but not going out at all. And, and things are going on that, that, you know, is going to like brighten up your spirit. Some shit that you really fuck with. Like we have something for you, but you got to come out of that bubble. You know, like when I, when I describe ascendance and, uh, lanyard, which is, which is a, a event that my, my best friend Rockaway, DJ Rockaway, he created, I mean, that, that's my baby, but you know, he created it. Um, when I explain at least those two, those two events to people, like if you love, if you love music, if you love, you know, if you have a good appreciation for, for DJs and what they do in their craft, this is the event for you. You know, whether it's cover charge or it's free, you know, these are the spots that it's going to be at. These are, are these are at historic uh, venues. We have Lanyap at Tipitina's, the legendary Tipitina's Uptown on Napoleon and um, Chapatula's Ascendant. Most of the time is held at Cafe Instable, which is a black owned venue, you know, and, and you go there for the meet. Like you will feel so much better. You will, you will even feel a little bit, you, you will even feel a little bit more tapped in because now you see people that look like you. We're all, we're all have one thing in common, bitch. We in there to dance. We in there to sweat our troubles away, you know, look up to the sky and, and sing to the mountaintops because it's been a long fucking week, you know, and even if you just come to that. And if you don't go to anything else, because there's there's other venues who do who do things weekly, um, I I call them venues. I don't call them clubs, because clubs is so, oh, clubs is so nineties. You know, they're just venues. They're they're just chill spot venues. You know, they have music, DJ, that food. You know, the the new thing now for the new niggas is, is hookahs. You know, you ain't have, you don't even have to do all of that. You know, but we have some nice spots in this city for for a lot of people it doesn't matter what the age group is you know I I constantly get we don't have a a spot for you know the folks who don't want to turn up you know like that like the young people who just want to chill ding dong we have it so when I tell you about it you have to get up off your ass get up out your bubble and go and see for yourself because I'm going to go. I'm going to go and enjoy myself. You know, I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm already tapped in to a lot of these things. I'm just tapped in with, with the matrix. Um, I mean, I use my, <laughs> I use the matrix merely just for chuckles. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't take a whole lot of shit seriously. The only thing I really just take, take seriously is, you know, like my livelihood and my family other than that, you niggas, you niggas, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. 
and, and, oh, and podcasting. I do give a fuck about podcasting because I'm trying, I'm trying to get some money. I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to hit a lick. I'm trying to, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So run these numbers up. But you, you know what I'm saying. You, you know what I'm getting at. So, um, but yeah, you know, this the stuck in the 90s ass niggas. And, you, and there are different types of stuck in the 90s ass niggas. They, you know, you have them stuck in the 90s ass niggas that, that, that they beat out, but they so mentally stuck of what was they constantly talk about you know uh how music was how the the uh social scene was and how this was and how nigga shut the fuck up shut up just shut up i don't even want to hear it I, I i hear you i i get you i get you i really do you know but it's like that, that this is where we are now and you, you either gonna like you know get in it and you know enjoy for what it is or you're gonna go back in your bubble but a nigga like me I'm I'm not you know yeah I, I still talk about you know like for as a shoe game you know how I used to be and things like that but I know what it, what it is in its current state you know so what what good is it if I continue to talk about the the social scene or how it used to be you know oh they used to dress like this Get out of here with that crazy shit, man. But they still come out. They still come out. These fucking negative Nancys still come out, you know, on the scene. Because they want to be seen. But they still talk about some shit from 10, 15, 20 pre-Katrina. Like, man, look. We 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 so far away from, from pre-Katrina. It's. I, I mean, pre-Katrina, I was a kid. You know, I didn't really start living my life, my adult life until not even really, not even really when I made 21. I really started living when I was like 23, 24, like, you know, just going out and things like that. Yes, I've had my first drink at 21. I was, bitch, I was a late bloomer. And even then, I didn't even like drinking then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I went out with, with a coworker. It's the restaurant that I was working at for my 21st birthday, and she treated me to a drink. And I was like, ew, bitch. Ugh, gag. What the fuck is this? This is what this is what you niggas do in your 20s? Drink? You know? Um, but yeah, man, like, it's them, them type of stuck in the 90s ass niggas, you know, um, that still be saying shit from like, and, and yes, things do come back around. But you gotta give a chance. You gotta give it a give it a chance for that shit to come back around. You know what I'm saying? Like if if snapbacks were still a thing, and I'm still talking about fitteds, niggas is not gonna want to hear about that because snapbacks are in. Either you not fucking with snapbacks, or you just gonna, you know, be a novice and and get a couple and rock them and thing and go on about your day. Or you get the fuck on with all of that. We on we on this. You know, luckily. Fitted hats are back, which I knew. I knew that fitted hats were going to come back. I didn't know when, but while I was working at Champs, bitch, and fitted hats were a thing, and then I seen a transition between fitteds to snapbacks, I was like, you know what? This snapback shit is not going to last long. But let's sell these bitches anyway so, so we can get our commission. Because I already know that even with this transition, we still have your, your purist. And I consider myself a purist at times, you know, I, I'm still old school, you know, as cliche as a sound bitch, 
I am an old soul, which we have a lot of that. But I'm still I'm still tapped in with with the youth. I'm still tapped in. You know, I know I may not say a lot of the lingo, you know, like in my vocabulary, everyday vocabulary. Like if I'm talking, you know, shooting the shit, you know, with niggas, I, you know, it's going to slide through, you know, but on some comedic shit. You know, no, I'm not here to even ride a wave. I just know how to blend in, you know, get adjusted. You know, you get adjusted to your to your environment, to your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. Whew, child, y'all took it, y'all, boy, child, I'm tired. Um, so, we talked about being socially awkward. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I could tap in more, more so to that. Um, that's just, again, being in your bubble. And we already have people that are socially awkward, but that still be out. Um, but shout out to y'all who, who are trying to change that, you know, cause you want to, you want to see the sun, like actually be out in the sun. You want to be around fellow black people, black men and women and children. And you want to hear music. You want to go to some of these festivals. You want to, you know, support some of these black businesses and, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's a, it's a progress. Like my dad always say, Rome wasn't built in a day. So for the folks who who are not quite there but they they really want to get out of that bubble baby steps baby steps i'm i'm not i'm not fussing at y'all and be like bitch you need to come to the biggest party next like no that's going to overwhelm you that's going to overwhelm you that takes time and again not even again but let me mention we're still in covid so I'm not saying, you know, y'all need to come out here with it like, no, I, and I, I get that particular bubble too, being in a bubble just out of, out of fear, not wanting to come out because the, the COVID and, you know, just, just things just floating around. I totally get that. Everything, you know, um, it's people's choice to be out, whether you have a mask or not, you know, still be out. Uh, I was somewhere. I think I was at Ascendance. Yeah, I was at Ascendance last weekend. Someone, excuse me, someone was in the venue. I mean, having the fucking time of their life, sweating, dancing, singing, but they had a fucking mask on. Kudos to them. You can still enjoy yourself with a mask. Not saying the ones that are out here without it are just living just foolishly. You know, because nigga, I got a bottle of hand sanitizer in my pocket right now. And I'm by myself. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, like, kudos, kudos to them. Uh, you know, the, and, and the, the, the stuck in the 90s ass niggas, the, the other type of stuck in the, is the ones who live behind a device. Who think they know what's going on out in the world, but they don't truly know. They don't truly know because they live behind the fucking cellular device behind the laptop. Um, they live vicariously through the shade room and other blog sites and not even tapping in within their community first before you talk about the city girls. What's, you know, 
who who is who is up and coming who is hot in in your own city you know i boy if if a nigga tell me they don't know i'm if a nigga tell me they don't know gears and they haven't heard the we outside remixes bitch i'm going off cuz ain't no fucking way you live in this city and you don't know about the different versions of we outside by flag boy giz and i and i and i say him because right now he's hotter than fish grease he's he's doing he's doing this fucking series of his song his single we outside that he dropped some time ago and i mean he's been getting the the uh new orleans rap legends on it even and and, and throwing the current uh rappers artists on there the bounce artists bitch you got Bitch, you got High Boy Ronald, um, Mia X, fucking Rhea Reedy, Night War Judy. I'm from the nine, so you know I fucks with Night War Judy. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking Big Ramp, Chopper, uh, fucking Baby Boy the Prince, <laughs> D1. And, and and I'm I'm I may be going on a tangent, but I'm I'm saying all of that to say if you if you're so in your bubble that you don't know about that song, something is wrong with you. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere, man. Um, yeah, I just you know and 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 and, and the niggas that you know those 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 niggas who live in their bubble. They, they get on fucking social media and they, I call them the hot take niggas. Like everyone says hot take spicy shit, but it's always the niggas that's like be trolling, that be petty, that be posting shit. It be kind of like borderline mis- misinformed, but they only do it. So, cause it's their way of engaging with their folks. Stop that whack shit. That's just whack. That's just really fucking whack. It's just really fucking whack. The niggas who are so much in their bubble where they have to, I, 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 I gotta say it. And, and I know some of these guys, they're, they're good guys, but the niggas who get on fucking social media and ask, what do y'all go to, what do y'all go to eat? Like name some restaurant, like, wait, nigga, you been, wait. You don't know about none of these fucking restaurants in the city. You don't know nothing about these fucking food trucks. These vit- Like, you don't know not what. That, that's the type of shit that be irking my spirit. You don't know about the eateries? Hey, y'all. Thinking about taking my lady out on a date. Give me a list of, of the black-owned spots. We have a fucking, fucking Facebook page that highlights all of the black restaurants like in the niggas that be in the comment section they just that's fucking stupid <laughs> they're just as dumb as dumb as a box of rocks and i just be looking and reading i was like wait where y'all niggas be at you niggas really just like go to work go home go to work go home go to work go home go to the gas station fill up go home go like 
nah b nah you can't be that ignorant man you can't be that ignorant to what the fuck is going on man that shit really be irking my spirit man you niggas that be in y'all bubble and yeah that shit that shit gotta get popped pause that shit gotta that shit gotta that shit gotta get popped at some point you know and it's like i i i get i get the whole you know you start talking about the crime and things listen moment of moment of transparency i last year was i was robbed at at gunpoint for for my vehicle for my car uh they they stole my camera for the folks who do know you know i i used to do photography they stole my camera you know um but like I was out, nigga, nigga, nigga got me. At, I mean, shit. In hindsight, they they caught me slipping. I, yes, I was aware of my surroundings, but again, you, you're not safe anywhere, whether you're by yourself or you or, or if you're group or if you're with a group of people. But they got me. You know, they. I almost lost my life over a fucking car. Was I down in the dumps? Yes, of course. I was depressed. I was fucking terrified because it's like, it's one thing of getting robbed. It's one thing of a motherfucker stealing your car. You're in a fucking grocery store and you come out and your shit is gone. But it's another of motherfucker really rolling up on you with a gun. And and it's a mother and it's a fucking kid. It's like, yo, give it up. And it's like, shit, you're looking for your keys in your pocket and you don't want to move the wrong way or that's your life. But I say all of that to say, even throughout all of that, even throughout all of that, it took me some time. Yes, I, I was forced to go back into a bubble that I wasn't already in, to be honest. Because I, I was going out, you know, was, I mean, shit. It's no harm to following that. But, um, you know, I, I was forced to sit down for a while. I didn't have a car. You know, I, I had my friends and my family, you know, picking me up, taking me to and from work and, uh, it took me some some real time to actually be out in the social scene, um, maybe, maybe like a couple of months. And even when I got my car back, I'm I'm one of the lucky ones in in this whole in this whole car robbery shit because I did get my car back. I still have it now. I, I drove it here where I'm recording this fucking podcast. You know they smoked the bitch out. Did I get my camera back? No. Fucking bums. But. Um, even when I did have my, even when I got my car and, you know, I, I cleaned it up and I got, uh, the necessary repairs that I had to get, you know, get done on it. It still took me a while to, to be social, to come out, you know, um, and I sat on the edge of my bed one night and I was like, Sierra, man, okay. Yeah. You got, you got your whip back. All praises due. But. And, I, and this is me talking to myself. I was like, you know, you always tell your mom when she wants to go out or when, or when I used to or when I would go out, how she would be so scared and so worried. And I will always tell her, mom, I cannot live my life in fear. I still say that to this day, even through even through that traumatic experience, I still I cannot live my life in fear. I cannot be in a bubble in that in that that fear bubble where I'm just having this anxiety of like, oh shit, when I step foot, something, something's going to happen to me. 
So I'm just gonna go back. I'm gonna crawl back in into my bubble. I'm gonna crawl back in my in my room in my house and you know sh- sh- be shunned away from everybody. Like no man, no you got you got to get out of that. Um, it just it just helps with a lot. You know being around folks. You know who who do care, who do fuck with you. Um, whether there's love there or not, you know, that just still on some surface level shit that still just fucks with you, fucks with your aura, you know, that, that does, that, that does something to you and for you. And it's a good thing, you know, cause after you done with that, you do feel like, man, you know, so good being around such and such and such and such and such. I had a good time and I don't know, I don't know if this is going to play out like this again, but man that that night was was dynamite it was all right it was all right so whew, man i need another fucking tip you niggas you're fucking biting i guess i guess that's what you call it i guess that's what you call it man um so yeah, I'm a I'm a end I'm a end off with that man. Um, can't live your life in fear. Um, if 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 you want to, because everything is a choice except for slavery. Um, if you want to step out, step out of that bubble. It is a process. Um, if you, you know, you can be strategic on where you go, you know, because, you know, your ability to read the room is not there. So you don't know who's going to be there with the age demographic. It's going to be certain type of race, you know, certain type of race, whatever. Um, but I do think for, for a lot of people's sake, niggas need to, niggas need to get out. They need to get out and get out that fucking bubble. So y'all won't be so, so fucking like trolls and, and assholes in real life. When a nigga do, you know, be in your space, you be on some asshole shit. I'm like, yeah, that nigga been in, in his bubble way too long, way too long. He just be saying just silly shit, just silly shit. Like nigga, chill out. I be coming across like the weirdest niggas, man, because the, I know they be in a bubble. They don't know how to fucking talk to people. They just be saying just like random shit. And I, and I, yes, everyone is weird. Everyone has, has their, their thing that makes them weird. But I'm talking about the niggas that are, that, that be stuck like just way back when, you know, they haven't even fucking progressed in the shit that they wear. They're still wearing like, you, boy, y'all don't want me to start talking about that shit. You know, I'm not saying, you know, my, my, I don't, I'm not saying, you know, the, the, the niggas that I know that, that are 50 and 60 are wearing, y'all need to be wearing tight jeans. Like, no, I'm still, I'm talking about the niggas who be looking like fucking LL Cool J and Rakim back in the fucking late eighties. Like, nah, we, we ain't, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that, B. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the, f- the fuck y'all got on? Like, what happened to just wearing a pair of tapered jeans? <laughs> just slim cut jeans. You know, but they still be, you know, just on just some fresh hoorah. <laughs> you know, them, them, <laughs> the type of niggas. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know, see, I don't be doing that on the TikTok 
dances. Nigga, the TikTok dances are in right now. And that's, the, the shit is cool. What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Niggas just learning how to do the nay-nay. Wait, what? I mean, yes, I still do the Millie Rock. But I fucked with the Millie Rock. The Millie Rock is an easy hand dance. But I'm like, you niggas, what, what the fuck are y'all doing? You be doing a running man to like little baby and shit. Nigga, sit down. Sit, sit, sit down. Sit down. Sit, sit the fuck down. Man, I was trying to end. I was trying to end off like nice, but <laughs> you know, to, to try to help the folks and to to give some type of insight. Um, so I'm I'm bitch. I'm just gonna leave it at that, man. Shout out to to the niggas in the bubble. Shout out to the niggas that's you know to my stuck in the nineties niggas, man. Hopefully y'all will come out, man, and and y'all will see what I see, and you know, you say that, man, being out being out in the streets every once in a while ain't so bad at least every once in a while at least i'm not saying be out here every weekend like me and, I, and i've kind of calmed down too you know i don't i don't i don't go out every weekend since my since my lady has has gone um from the city i don't go out as much because it was just me and her yeah like I, I got my niggas i got my you know best friends but you know niggas be on different times and shit like that and i mean i'm so used to being with her i don't want to be with no one else out in these streets but her you know because i could kick shit with her but i can't kick shit with with another bitch or another nigga like it's not the same type of energy um so i've i've been i've been inside you know, I have been inside and I, I, you know, I am, I am getting my shit together. Um, hooray for me, bitch. I got another gig. <laughs> Let me just slide that in there. I got another gig. I, I told myself a long time ago, I, I do, I do not want to go back to, um, being a Jamaican. No, no, no shade to them, but you know, the, the stereotype of the old, the, the Jamaican, the Jamaican back in the day, they worked plenty of jobs. And that was me at one point in time. And I told myself a, a long time ago, I never want to go back to working like two and three jobs. I got two jobs now. But to be honest, like in this economy, bitch, you need a second gig. <laughs> you know, cause shit is hot. Shit is hot. Um, so yeah, man, let, let, man, let, let's get it. Let's get into these, uh, let's get into these fucking, let's get into this fucking CC's music bag, man. What the fuck are y'all listening to? What are y'all listening to, man? Uh, I, I, this is my third time asking y'all this. My third week in a row asking y'all this. I need feedback on what y'all listening to. You know, if I gotta like put a question in a Spotify poll, or you know, shit, I, I don't fucking know. What the fuck are y'all listening to? Because I'm gonna tell you what I'm listening to. And what I'm listening to is this Friday's new releases. The comeback, oh boy, what a lovely comeback it is. The, the comeback of Kilayla. Oh man, when I tell you, I cannot wait till she drops. Um, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got with her. Um, she, she does have a single out. She does have a single out right now. Um, let me get the name of it. For the folks who don't know because you're so, so much in your fucking bubble, you may not know that she has a new single out. It's called Washed Away. And it's and it's it's really like just more of a instrumental. You know, she she has like her harmonies in the background, I think. I, I gotta re-listen to it. But um Simba dropped a new joint. Results take time. I'm a I'm a really big fan of Simba. Uh S 
YMBA. His his freestyles, you know, when he when he hits these radio um, outlets are like just chef's kiss. So I knew that this album and, and he has a previous album, too. I, this is this is not his first go around. But I knew this album because he, you know, he has he had more time fucking, you know, perfecting his craft. You know, don't don't run away from rap that dropped in 2020. Like that was a solid project. But this one here he did with uh, DJ Drama. And I mean, it's a, it's another solid joint. Shout, shout out to you niggas that's given us long projects. You know, this bitch is like 16 tracks. Um, he has Roddy, Roddy Rich. He got Pusha T on here, got fucking um, 2 Chains, Key Glock, and some other niggas. I don't really know. Raven, Tyler, I don't know. I don't know. It's Cali Friday with two eyes. I don't fucking know this nigga. But it's a, it's a, it's a solid tape. Uh, it's a solid tape. I ran it uh, maybe like three times back to back. And it's, I don't have, I don't have any skips. I mean, it's, it's, it was still fresh. It's Sunday. Um, so I'm going to keep it in my, in my rotation, at least for the next like week or two, you know, even with the new shit coming out, you know, I'm still going to keep that project in my rotation. I give about a seven fucking, let me see who, who do I go? Who do I go to next? I'm going to go to my guy, man. Shout out to Texas. Killer Kalyon, Mike Jordan, long awaited album, long awaited album killer Kalyon is like the man when i he's a rapper's rapper he he was one of the first niggas that was doing the 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 the, the car raps you know niggas that be freestyling or rapping in a car to the instrumental and he he was one of he was one of the first niggas to do it I'm not, I'm not even like i'm not even gonna hold you he was literally one of the first niggas to do it and just the beats that he would you know rap over the shit that he was like the way he could fucking flow on a beat to say he's a southern rapper of course he he has that texas that texas texas slang and, and drawl but like the shit he's a fly nigga already he's he's not like no country bumpkin he's one of them niggas if you didn't know him and and he was you know you seen him in fucking Philly or like New York, like you would think he's a nigga from the East Coast, some shit. He's a fucking fly, he's a fucking fly guy. Very big fan of him, man. I, I was a fan of him, like just the mix, mixtape days, the candy coated um, plates and shit like that. And, you know, running in, in the circle in the camp with, with some thug and the boss hog or outlaws. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy because... You know, he's one of those guys that really takes his time with music. You know, he's not one of those those rappers that put out Lucy's here and there. You know, like, nigga, I'm, I'm trying to get a bag. So make sure I'm going to give y'all, you know, everything that I got, at least in this current time. So Mike Jordan has ooh, has 21 21 joints um it's not until toward the end I really got in like not really even got into it but I think because he sampled um I want to say like two or three tracks of of Tony Tony Tone Tony Tony Tone Tony 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 I don't fucking know bitch tomato tomato but he sampled like two or three of their tracks and whoever whoever you know 
whatever, whoever produced most of these beats, I mean, they, they did a really good job. They did a really fucking good job. Um, I do give it an eight. I give it an eight just cause, because that's my nigga. Killer Kalyon. Mike Jordan. M-I-C. Jordan. J-O-R-D-A-N. Please go check out Killer Kalyon's Mike Jordan. Last, but I'm going to get to the honorable mentions, but last but not least, just for us in the bag. <laughs> Boy. This took me by surprise. Took me, took me by fucking surprise, man. King Crooked, formerly known as Crooked Eye, in Joel Ortiz's Harbor City Season 1. Bitch. Now, if you know these guys... You know they're they're solo artists, but you know uh, if you didn't, they can't. They they were in a group called Slaughterhouse with it was them two, Joe Button, Worth the Five Nine, Joel Ortiz, and uh, Cricket Eye, and they were like, I mean, they Slaughterhouse was was it, um, but I'm gonna call King Cricket Cricket Eye because that's that's what. I, as to how I got introduced to him. It just sounds better for me to call him Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye and Joel. Joel uh, Crooked is from L.A. And Joel is from uh, New York. Uh, maybe Jersey. He's from Jersey. I'm sorry. He's from Jersey. One of the illest lyricists. I mean, I seen him in live some years ago. I mean, another one. A rapper's rapper. He's a great storyteller. Joel Ortiz is a really great storyteller he he can make he can do an album um like a themed album and just stay on theme uh and and I and I fucks with Joel because of that I'm not I to be honest I'm not too uh familiar with with uh Crooked Eye like catalog solo catalog I I'm I became a fan of him really kind of like from Slaughterhouse but um, Harbor City season one, it's, it's a themed album. It's kind of like a, this mini movie audio type of soundtrack type of thing. Um, it has like, uh, tracks like dialogue, um, dialogue tracks. I don't know what you want to call them. You know, they have skits and things like that. It's 24, 24 tracks. And like I said, it's, it's more of like a, uh, like a mini audio soundtrack series type of thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's really fucking dope. It's, it's really fucking long, but I do, I'm going to give it a seven, I think because of the fucking length. Um, and, and, and I'm very, I'm really surprised because Crooked Eye, he came with it. You know, he came with it. I mean, Crooked Eye was really rapping on these fucking tracks, man. Like I almost forgot Joel was there. You know, um, but when Joel did spit some bars, he gave us bars. Um, so, yeah, man, I give I give that a seven. My honorable mentions is this guy. He's been he's been on he's been on um he's been on fire on social media, man, on fucking Instagram. I'm gonna scroll down, even though I have it written down, but I'm gonna scroll down. Oh, hold on. I might have to type it because I've been downloading some shit, you know, the uh, fucking Dear Silas. He's been all over the interwebs, you know, with his with his hot single 
I ain't stressing a day. And and he just put out an album. I don't even think it was Friday. I want to say it's been out for a minute, I think. And when I say a minute, maybe like a couple of weeks. I don't even think it's been a month. But I downloaded the tape. He's from uh, Mississippi, I want to say. I didn't. I didn't do. I, I. I didn't do my due diligence in doing the research, but he's a country nigga. He's a country nigga. Um, but yeah, he's he's rapping. He's rapping on this project. Um, his project is called "It's Giving Self Love," and it's a really good fucking project. Really good. It's one of those projects where you know you can. You can always go back to, always go, even if it's not quite in your rotation, you can always go back to it just for whatever, like, you know, you, you play something like, ah, no, this ain't it. Let me go back to this. Let me go back to this nigga shit. You know, that's, that's what it's giving. Um, another honorable mention is Coast Contra. Coast Contra, their latest album, Apartment 505. Very, 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 like, huge fan of these young guys man coast contra is a four-man group two of them are brothers twin brothers to to be exact taj and austin if i'm not mistaken they are the sons of tedra moses and if you know tedra yeah tedra moses and the sons of rise i was trying to figure out you know i, I was did my research because i'm like okay i know about the i know who their mother is i i've, I've been new for for years because i've i've been a fan of tedra for since forever and you know she would post pictures of him and shit like that <clears throat> excuse me and 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 just recently you know they've they've done you know their rounds at the radio stations and you know showing clips of them freestyling especially the, the fucking joint that they did off of uh fucking What's the scenario? I think that's Buster's What's the Scenario, if I'm not mistaken. But it's What's the Scenario. And I mean, they fucking spaz. One of the other, one of the guys, he was rapping in uh, Spanish. And then he transitioned into English. Like, the shit was just, the shit was just immaculate. But I was trying to think, like, man, who is these niggas' daddy? Like, they look like Tedra, but they're, but they're dark skinned. You know, they're, they're, they're brown skinned boys. You know, and you know, Tedra, she, she's, she's red bone. So I'm like, who is these niggas' daddy? And go on one of their pages, trying to, you know, you got to scroll down to see parents and shit like that. It's fucking rise, guys. I was like, oh, now it makes sense because one of them looks more like rise. You know what I'm saying? They're, they both, they, they really both look like both parents. And that's a, and that's a, that to me, that's a really beautiful child when you look like both of your fucking parents, bitch. Like I have my dad's skin complexion, but I know I look like my mom. I know I have like my, you know, maybe I, I have my dad's fingers and feet, but, <laughs> but like, I look like my mom. You know, niggas tell me all the time, you know, the facial expressions and the shit that I say, like, I'm net through and through. But people would think I look like my dad just from just looking at the skin complexion. Like, no, I need you to come in closer, you know, and see the face. I don't look nothing like him. I look everything like that. But yeah, man, um, they're the sons of Tedra Moses and, and Roz Kaz. And I mean, 
it, it's a it's a fucking dope ass group their fucking uh album apartment 505 dropped i believe at the beginning of the year or sort of kind of at the beginning of the year i know it dropped um i know it dropped this year but it's a it's a silent tape i'm looking at it right now they got bj the chicago kid on on one joint um they have travis walker i've heard of travis walker but it's a it's a solid tape 17 piece like i'm i'm we we tend to complain about long albums but that's how it used to be and i guess this is my stuck in a 90 moment niggas albums used to be like 15 plus back then and then it kind of shied away and it started giving they started scaling it back to maybe like 10 12 now we've coming across some albums that's you know well over 15 they're giving us 17 16 23 you know um yeah and i mean i fucks with it i i i'm not even gonna lie i fucks with it so that's pretty much it man on my on my fucking on cc's music bag man i want to get into these motherfucking sneakers if you will sneakers if you will fucking shout out to it's looking for the post i tell you man instagram be instagramming boy instagram be instagramming but shout out to um nike they are honoring hold on y'all let me i want to get to the post because i I don't want to fuck it up but i might fuck it up if i don't find this fucking um (laughs) find this fucking post okay here it is nike honors legendary designer wilson smith the third wilson smith is a um He's a he's a black man, designer, shoe designer. He he designed a classic shoe that we know to be the Air Max up tempo. Or or the Air More up tempo. That's the shoes that has air, like big A I R on the side of the shoe. It's a basketball shoe. Um he he designed that shoe and they're honoring him with his own colorway of the shoe uh that's dropping on the 21st of october okay all right then um i mean i'm not fucking with the colorway i'm not even gonna lie (laughs) that's just real spill you know i'm stuck in the 90s i'm old school so give me give me the original colorways of this shoe give me the black and white Give me the Olympic colorway. Um, this shoe is the air more up tempo, but Scotty Pippen. You know, we we call we call these the Pippins because Scotty did wear these um while playing for the Bulls. Um But yeah, man, give me yeah, shit, give me like the fucking uh New York Nick colorway, which those two pairs I have. The Olympic with the eight on the back and um the New York Knicks colorway, I believe it has thir- number 34 in the back. But, yeah, the colorway, eh. Yeah, I'm not fucking with it. It's, it's it, you know, it's white. Has, uh like, this 
pastel background pastel color of purple and pink in the background of it i mean it's it's simple it's like they they could have came with it if you're gonna honor this man because he designed his fucking shoe like go crazy go fucking crazy with the color we don't give us some shit that look like just kids are gonna wear you know and, and maybe like some actual collectors you know that they may buy they may and that's a big may you know uh, but big ups big ups to him man because they're they're honoring him um the fucking taxi ones the uh for my folks who don't know taxi ones that's the air jordan retro one nickname taxi because of the colorway is black and like yellow this this you remember like the yellow cab yeah it's that colorway so that's those are dropping on the 24th i know a lot of a lot of my guys man um that i'm friends with and, and follow on instagram like they've gotten their early pairs you know they they've hit on raffles um i know my my homeboy reggie he he was able to get two pair now and i'm sure he's probably going to go for his third or maybe even fourth um on 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 the 24th of this month so uh i i, I fucks with i fucks with the shoe man um it looks like it's it's top notch quality like that that leather on them you know when you put your thumbprint you know thumb on it press down on it like it's some real good leather i just wanted to like shout out a one um will i get them of course i will i may not be able to get them on release date but you know where there's a will there's a way bitch um <laughs> the fucking and i'm saving the best for last here the fucking trophy room sevens oh bitch when i seen the images and i'm gonna go to this post trophy room for the folks who don't know trophy room is a store in florida i believe um and it's ran by michael jordan's one of his sons uh jeffrey jordan he runs it uh has a i, I haven't been I haven't been, but this is just from pictures that I've seen. You know, I even have a few homies that, that took a trip out there a couple of years ago to check it out. You know, it has a lot of memorabilia, you know, game-worn shoes shoes by, by Jordan and jerseys and things like that. You can also buy things in there, too. And within recent, like, couple of years, bitch, Trevor Room has been in the hot seat because they backdoor. That's another conversation for another podcast. Um, <laughs> but they're releasing a a seven uh trophy room seven i i fucks with it but not enough to not enough to buy not enough to buy it's 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 giving the colorway gives me like it used to be a and i'm gonna have to go back to like oh six oh seven oh eight you know when when fake jordans it wasn't a thing but you know niggas get shit from overseas like they just had like colorways like what the fuck is this shit like what the fuck is this shit the shape already says it's a fake but what the fuck are y'all coming out on canal street with yellow patent leather 11s <laughs> you know what i'm saying like nah the, the, it gives me that color you know it's it's more it's more of an olympic colorway you know red uh panel blue got some brown tones on it and shit like that but <clears throat> 
here it is. It's it's all right. It's all it's. Nick said, "New sheriff in town on the back of the tongue, bitch." You might well just give us the the Olympics uh, sevens. Period. Poo. Um. So yeah, I you know, I just thought I'd throw it out there. The last but not least, Kanye West. Kanye slavery is a choice. West is leaving. He probably already left. But it's leaving Adidas and Gap. I'm already I'm about 12 minutes over my time. So I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to try it, man. Let me tell you something. It was, a, it was a lot. It was a lot of like conversation about him leaving Adidas and the influence he had on Adidas. Let me tell you, let me tell you niggas something. Adidas been around already for like 60, 70 years. They have the soccer uh, sport they have the soccer sport by their nuts they've been leading in in that in that um in that category for years soccer jerseys soccer shoes the accessories the bags just just everything that you can think of you know mo- most of the soccer teams are sponsored by adidas yes kanye did have um he amplified the brand, his, 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 his brand, his persona, who he is did amplify, but he wasn't the reason why Adidas blew up. Cause let me tell you something. This is just my personal opinion. If Kanye decided to stay at Nike or not do another shoe period, Adidas would still be here. They will still be here. You know, yeah, they, they've had their fair share of rappers, um, Two chains, Big Sean, Lupe, you know, even Pharrell, you know, making like, and I think Pharrell really has been doing some fly shit with with Human Made and, and Adidas and shit like that, you know, and and the racers. You know what I mean? Like, but yes, Kanye having a hand at bringing Jerry Lorenzo, some type of influence of bringing Jerry Lorenzo. You know, whether Jerry Lorenzo stayed over at Nike or not, like, this is Jerry Lorenzo. Jerry Lorenzo was already established, you know. Thank God he did go to Nike, though. I mean, if it wasn't for him going over to Nike, we wouldn't have the fear of God once. And, bitch, I wouldn't have a pair in my collection to this day. But um, niggas is like, oh, he made Adidas. They're going to, man, no the fuck they're not. They, they have the patent. They have the mold of of his design of his shoe now granted it is fucked up that they're leasing shoes uh, allegedly apparently or whatever you whatever the fuck you want to call it they they release his shoes without his consent that's very fucked up you know um or and, and even making uh shoes that look very similar to his models i still i think that's fucked up too but i'm not about i'm i'm sorry i'm not about to boycott adidas i'm not i'm not you know, because, um, and, and, and I, and I got to go back to, um, ish, man. I got to go to ish on a Joe Biden, on Joe Budden podcast. He talked about it a little bit. He's like, you know, you made the choice to fucking sign those contracts. You know, you chose to make deals, long-term deals with Adidas. You know, you knew this is what this was when you came in the door, when you sat at the table, 
you know, but, but because, you know, of some shit you wanted, they wasn't able to like, it's a partnership. You thinking that, you know, you're going to get signed with Adidas and you're just automatically the head of it. Like, no, it don't work like that. You know, so will Adidas stock go down? Yeah, but not by much. Not by fucking much. Will the stock of a uh, Kanye West tennis shoes go up? Of course. Even the ugly ones. They're going to go up at least $50, dollars $150 up. When it when it really sits in that sets in that Kanye has left Adidas because some of his some of his like the the seven hundreds they're like at decent prices now but when it really sits in that he is gone from Adidas then a lot of his shit is gonna skyrocket back up him leaving Gap I fucks with it to be honest I I mean I wasn't even a big fan of him going to Gap because if, the niggas who really know me y'all know. And I'm going to say it for the niggas that don't know. I shops at the Gap. I, sh- I like Nigga, I have on a pair of Gap jeans now. I, I advocate for the fucking Gap. You can get some fly shit and mix it up really well. If you get your shit from the Gap. Niggas looking for a good pair of jeans, go to the Gap. You may even get them on sale. Too big? Get them, get them altered. Get them tapered. That's what I do to my jeans. But that's only because, you know, I, I still like my shit fitted. You know, I like the, the waist to waist, you know, and shit like that. But that whole shit with the with the track, with the with the bags and niggas, you know, going through the bags to try to uh, get their size of, of this oversized hoodie. I wasn't fucking with none of that. I'm, I'm not even I wasn't fucking with none of that because it's almost like, you know, the homeless do it for free. Y'all are going to do it and pay for this shit. That I, I just, mm-mm. I, 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 I wasn't fucking with none of that at all. I've seen, I had seen a clip early on niggas on, on a rooftop. And I, and I want to say this was like fucking LA and the sun was fucking ultra like beaming and niggas was in the fucking dumpster in, in fucking trash bags, getting, looking for their size of these black oversized hoodies. Nah, I wasn't fucking with none of that. And and that's an age demographic. Like these these were like young younger niggas, like early twenties and shit like that. But nah, I wasn't fucking with and the fucking hoodies was probably like fucking hundred dollars. Maybe a little over that. You know, yeah, I know shit high. Even the gap has gone up some because of the economy and, and things like that. But like, no, uh uh-uh. uh. Plain black, ashy ass, oversized hoodie. <laughs> Bitch, mm mm. Count your fucking days, Kanye. So yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm not boycotting Adidas. It's fucked up how they did things. Thing. I mean, shit is fucked up on his part too because now it's like he can't get some. Now I'm out. That's just my opinion. That's just my two cents. Um, that's pretty much it. We're getting to the end. Giving flowers. That time to give my bouquet of flowers. To you, to you, to you, my number one. Giving flowers, man, to the folks who are in a bubble. <laughs> and really, and the folks who really, who truly want to live, who want to not be in fear, not let things hold them back. Um, who want to, you know, eat, like I said, 
you know, early on in this podcast, even, you know, if you just want to be a novice, you know, go out here or there, you know, go out maybe like once a month, you know, maybe not every week, but like just once a month, you know, share space with the rest of the community, giving flowers to y'all, you know, because y'all that, that is a lot. That is hard work to do, you know, um, trying to better your social skills, you know, try trying to network with, with fellow creatives and entrepreneurs, whether you're a, a creator, creative or entrepreneur yourself, you know, but especially if you are this, you know, and, and you having to actually finally show face, come out, you know, that, Maybe not shake hands, you know, if you're not really ready for that, but, you know, dab niggas up. Hey, introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? I'm such a such. I've been following you. This is at the third, you know. So shout out to you niggas for putting in the work. Um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much pretty much all I got. This is this has been a good one, I think. I think let me know what you all think after you listen to this episode. Hit my DMs. I think I may put a uh a poll like a question in a poll or something like that um but other than that please do not forget to like to rate you know if you're on um apple if you're on the, the apple podcast rate you can even leave voice message uh, on anchor um rate and review the reviews to help um you know, and, and just all that good stuff. I'm going to continue to do it regardless if you do it, but, um, yeah, it would, it would look good. You know, it would look, and, and shout and shout out to my niggas who, who, who be hitting me up like on some personal shit, like not on some personal, but like hit my direct line and be like, yo, I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it leads to more talking, it leads to more dialogue. And I can even, you know, you can even get first dibs on my ideas or the next topic before I even post it. You know what I mean? Like, so you'll already be in the know, like, oh, shit, I know she about to talk about this because it's going to come. You know, so I, I appreciate all of that. But, yes, please, all of that good stuff, rate, comment, subscribe, like, review, whatever. Um, That's pretty much it. I don't know if the Saints are still playing or not, but the sun is ultralight beaming. I'm going to get out of here and try to catch the rest of this game. I think Elma... Uh, Elma the aggravator. That's my granny. She cooked a she cooked a pot roast to fucking uh, stuffing, bitch. We got like things like slick side slick side Thanksgiving popping over at the house, and I'm about to get it in over there. So y'all enjoy y'all Sundays. Y'all enjoy the rest of the week. Be productive as you can be, and yeah, long live the jokes, niggas. <laughs>